With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. Feels like generally the NFL or coaches in the NFL have gotten better in the last, I don't know, 20 years at adapting what they do to the individual players that they have in the system and, and tweaking it slightly rather than just plugging Michael Vick into a West Coast offense and saying every now and again you can, you know, scramble or run a bootleg, but basically you're running what Joe Montana ran and good luck with it. Um, like now, I think we're better than that. Fields, I think, is being let down by that. But how how much of that goes on even when we're sort of not aware it's happening? Like, how much is this Mike McDaniel offense adapting around Tua, who is, you know, an unusual type of quarterback in terms of uh, what he does well, what he doesn't do well? He's got a very specific skill set. And right now it's absolutely cooking on gas, that combination. Well, I think the Dolphins are, are a really cool case study where you can see the idea of what Mike McDaniel values and to me he values speed you know he essentially is a collector of speed yes and so when you put that on full display with the way that they're scheming up and using to your point to his unique skill set to take advantage of that it's like this new secret sauce that no one's ever thought of and it's really fun to watch and it's taking the league by storm for three weeks you know now will it last will it travel will it you know be able to do that in bad weather we'll all find out together but it's sure as hell fun to watch. But it's a perfect, for me, a nice uh, idea, picture of what it looks like when you get all the ingredients that you want to cook your special stew. Like, you value speed. Let's go get every single fast person we can in the league. <laughs> Al Davis, man. Them. And then, you know, it's just really, it's it's fascinating to see. It's I, really, I love watching. I, I would turn on their film every single week just to see the new wrinkles that they use. How would you describe some of those wrinkles? I mean, we see, I was making a joke the other day, they have Tyree Kill lined up at tight end. You know, when it, when you used to do that in Madden, it was a cheat. It was like it broke the game of Madden when you put a wide receiver at tight end and people would get mad at you. Like if you play it online, it's like, oh, you're cheating. Yeah, you're cheesing the game. And it's like Mike McDaniel's using Madden cheat codes in real life by moving Tyree Kill around and using short motion opposite of what you normally do. What are some of those wrinkles that you're seeing that Miami's taking advantage of? Well, I mean, that short motion that you're talking about, that that should be and already is. A, it's, people have already used it just already in the NFL season. They've hijacked it or tried to hijack yeah. it. But it will be across all levels of football. There are people practicing that tonight for Pop Warner, trying to get that in. And the thing when you look across the other people in the league, like I saw the Niners use it this past weekend. Green Bay used it this past weekend. But when they don't have Tyreek Hill doing it. Yeah. 
So it doesn't look right. the same. When you have your backup tight end doing it, it's not the same. Now, it's not always Tyreek Hill, but it's that idea of pure speed. And they, the thing that I love with McDaniel is he has got those guys believing. They are going 1,000 miles an hour in that motion. You look across, just, just close your eyes the next time you're watching a game, open them up and say, how hard is this guy running in this on this motion? Is he going 1,000 miles an hour? Because he's not. And part of that is coaching. It's the accountability. It's the demand. It's it's him teaching, hey, the reason we're doing this is not so you get more steps or me run you into the ground. It's because this is your skill set for our team. We need you to go 100 miles an hour to be able to create this space to then get you all these touches and then to open other people up. And it's just fascinating to see, man. It's, it's, it's really cool. It's also like it's a much easier sell to the wide receiver to be like, hey, sprint your guts out for five yards rather than you. I need you to move. 25 yards from one side to the other side at full speed and then break into your, you know, route over the course of the play. Like, just from a selfish wide receiver point of view, that's a lot easier to buy. Hey, I only need to run really hard for five yards before we start this play. Yeah, and I mean, he's they're already using it like, a, you know, like arena football. Like, it's a yeah. it, he, it's a running start, and it's awesome. And, it's, and it kind of makes you shake your head to go like, How to take why this didn't long? I think of that before? Right. So even just using motion, I mean, so – the the battle between um, football guys and nerds, you know, it's uh, the nerds will research something and say motion has higher EPA, run more motion, and it's like you know the football guys, oh you don't know football, you know what I'm setting up and all that stuff, but it does sound overly simplistic. But why don't teams use more motion? Just generally, motion in general, even before you get into the specifics, you know, where do you see that balance? It seems like there are certain things. Offensive play callers can use just using more play action, just using more motion. Why why are some offensive coordinators unable to do that and make that adjustment when it seems like some of these things are, are such cheat codes? The NFL's here in DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly and when you just bet Five bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up for some game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check, check the app. you got to go check the app to see what you get. So download now and use code PFF to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting five bucks. That's code PFF only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Uh, I can definitely tell you that it certainly can go to the far side too much really quickly. And yeah. so I've been in offenses where I've asked for less motion. And I'll, the reason why is because if you're making pass protection declarations, and so we're pointing out who the line's going to, and then we motion and they adjust, well, am I snapping the ball in the motion, or are we redeclaring? Am I now hot off someone else? And so, making sense of that communication can be a real issue in pass protection and the run game. And so, you have to have these like baked-in rules. Essentially, you have to have a system built to handle those kinds of motions. So it can be very, uh, you know, I think you can get away with it a little bit easier if you're in the wide zone world, because it's less about hey, I'm going to this guy or this combination, and more hey, I'm taking these steps. Am I covered? Uncovered? We're going running to space. So it can be kind of how you're connected to the system. But I can, I certainly have been places where I'm like, hey, man, let's just go Peyton Manning old school, two by two, three by one. Let me see what the defense is they never and moved. get into it. And yeah. sometimes you can see 
A good example for like evidence of this is sometimes when a quarterback is struggling, you'll see teams go two minute, like in the middle of a quarter, and be like, oh, we just need to get into a rhythm. Well, things are cleaner. You're running your base stuff. There's, there is no additional motion part of it. But if you are going to scheme people up and have like run it runs where there are no checks and it's good versus everything, well then yeah, let's let's shift motion, you know, double motion. I think that's the other thing you see now. You see people shift motion, motion now all the time. And it's it's just baked into the process where back in the day, you know, you go into the wide receiver room and say, hey, uh, we're going to have you shift across the formation and then we're going to have you run this motion behind the quarterback. We're going to need you to run 50 yards and you're just our runoff. Yeah. You know, good luck with that. You know, try that a couple times at practice and then we'll see you on Sunday. You know, that's just not going to fly. That's going to piss everybody off. But now it's baked into these systems and they can see the advantage of what it does to the run game, to the play action world, to your system. But you have to be able to take advantage of it and it has to be for a reason. I think that's the thing. If coordinators and teachers and coaches go into these meetings and explain why we're doing it and then it works and you see it and then then everybody's bought in. But if we're just running to run or we're running and we're screwing up the lines blocking, well, then we've got all sorts of issues. That's a fast way to piss off centers. Do you, do you have a favorite run game I mean, or run style or system? To me, it's fascinating to me that Peyton always ran that super wide zone and it felt like this was the run game that wanted that needed to be attached to one of the best quarterbacks of all time because he loved to run play action off of it. And then you have a Brady that was more gap run scheme and they'd you know run that little over route to Gronk behind him and everything so it's just interesting to me that these quarterbacks you know they're going to pass the ball more than they're going to run but they had completely different run schemes do you have a, a favorite or one that do you think works best with a high level quarterback uh no not really I mean at the league level I don't think it necessarily matters I, I can tell you for sure at the lower levels I love coaching gap runs they're way easier to coach oh yeah uh, I think they're more fun for the offensive linemen too to just be able to get double teams and, and those types of things and move yeah. people at the line of scrimmage. I think the the wide zone world is uh, it's it's really difficult to coach at a high level, at lower levels. And so trying to do that, unless you really know where the bones are buried, is going to be really difficult. But man, the the downhill run game of a gap run is, is pretty sweet. Are we re reaching this strange world now where people like Patrick Mahomes and a handful of other quarterbacks in the NFL have changed the grading curve so much that like what you're trying to achieve when you go get a new quarterback, when you draft Bryce Young number one overall, when you, you know, go after a Caleb Williams or whatever in the draft, the bar has been set so high now that there are these guys who can just invalidate almost every rule you thought you knew. Like some of the things that Patrick Mahomes does every single week, and he's not alone. I mean, Josh Allen, capable of it, Justin Herbert, we talked about before we went on the show. Like they're capable of doing such ridiculous things and they're doing them regularly almost without the downside that Brett Favre brought to it, right? Brett Favre did a lot of this stuff as well, but it always came with, you know, a higher than ideal number of, oh, Brett, no, too far, too far. Um, have we reached this level now where these guys have just changed where the standard is? Probably. I think the other part that is easy, uh, there's probably some sort of bias that I can't recall, like recency bias element of it. But there have always been a separation of guys at the quarterback position at the highest level. It's just the position, those guys playing it didn't didn't do the things that the guys at the top now are yeah. doing as far as the playmaking, the creativity, the out of structure, and the arm strength. But I you think know, nobody, nobody can close their eyes and think, man, if Peyton Manning was playing nowadays, he'd be out there looking like Patrick Mahomes or Caleb Williams. It's just right. not the way that the position was played. But there are so many better athletes playing quarterback. That's the thing. Like growing up, 
the best athlete plays quarterback now. Or that was never the case 20 years ago. You know, you're you're playing tailback, you're playing middle linebacker. But those guys are all the quarterback. And so now you've got this great athleticism at the position and you kind of layer that into how offense has changed and the roles have become a little bit more quarterback friendly. And now you do have these opportunities for these guys to go out there and make these crazy plays seemingly all the time. But yeah, it, it's not necessarily fair to lump everyone into the category of what those top guys are able to do just athletically. It's it's you know not everybody can do that. Yeah, and I guess that's the thing that's sort of interesting. It's not that a guy like Peyton Manning or Tom Brady won't wouldn't still be a great quarterback if they came into the NFL tomorrow. You know, those guys are are clearly amazing and arguably the two greatest quarterbacks that have ever played. But I, I kind of always felt for the last you know however many years that eventually a guy that could do what they could do with athleticism would automatically add something to the table right they're bringing something that tom brady and peyton manning can't do on top of what they're they're already great at this sort of the pocket passing cerebral part of the game it feels like we finally found a collection of those players now for you know rogers maybe was one of those guys for a while but now that's almost the standard that you need to be the great quarterback now. All these guys are mobile. All these guys can make plays out of structure in a way that Brady and Manning didn't ever really do or didn't have the capacity to do. So it's almost like we've reached just this new level. Like the standard has gone up higher because we've tapped into this extra layer of potential that was never quite there for those guys. I mean, I think that's fair. I think the other thing to, to maybe mention is the game has evolved to allow those things to be more prominent. And what I mean by that is as it gets more spready, yeah. the game is spread out where you're allowed to make those plays a little bit more consistently. Back in the day, you know, when you're, it's more in the pocket, everything is, you know, timing rhythm where now it's a little bit more air rated We're running to space where, you know, the creative element is baked into the process where I think Aaron, you know, Aaron was just world class before it was common to kind of create out of structure and have those crazy arm angles and he had the arm strength and the pinpoint accuracy and he didn't turn the ball over yeah. like he was uh, you know ahead of the curve on so many of those things where now all those guys watched Aaron you know those are that's the type of thing that they're trying to replicate and you just see the game continue to grow and evolve in that same kind of lane 